I usually just said it at the beginning. Ready? Okay. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Third episode here of the podcast. Very excited. We're heading into the to the holiday season. I guess we're already in the holiday season going into the new year. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, spending tons of money on things that we're never really going to use nor need. Great time. Great time to be great. Great time to be an American. Um, it's funny because I personally, and I know I know Sheldon can can relate to this as well because we were we were talking about this a few minutes ago. Um, I'm so overwhelmed during these during these like two weeks because there's so many deals and people are sending me things and messages and I you know I get emails and I start looking at things and I think you know maybe I need a couple shirts or pants or this or maybe I need a keyboard and all of a sudden you're going down this rabbit hole and you end up ready to spend like five grand on a bunch of stuff that you really don't need. But that's the, that's what the holiday season now is about, I guess, around this time. Like I, I'm getting like these constant emails. I feel like they're pushing this stuff earlier and earlier each year. Like, you know, they start doing it, you know, before Thanksgiving, obviously, but like, you know, a little bit before Halloween, but I feel like each year it gets earlier and earlier and earlier. Yep. Like we're like promoting Christmas now in like July. Like it's like, grab your trees now. And it's like, they're, exactly. like, they're stressing you out. Like Santa's like, right around the corner. Right. It, it's like, uh, like, uh, uh, like, is it that soon? They freak you out. It's like, right. you know, any of those websites like Rulala or like even eBay where like, there's like a time ticker or like when I was a kid, like on TV, like those channels, like call within the next 10 minutes and all this stuff. Right, it's right. like, well, I didn't need that. But all of a sudden, like, oh my God, I only have 10 minutes. Like I'm Amazon, out. Amazon, they changed their app store symbol. So you already notice it just from being on your phone. The app, the app symbol is, uh, has a little yes. gift wrapping on it. Opens They're up so Cyber smart. Monday, lightning deals, get it now. You know, right. why like, do oh I need, and, I don't need an electric pressure you. washer, but I have one. You know, when am I using an electric pressure washer? When, when, lower when do your I need gain? Hold on, hold on a second. Hold on. Lower your gain or like move the mic back a little bit. It's really loud. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. You got it out. Okay. Uh, you do need a pressure washer, Akiba, because I've been seeing your car lately and it's looking a little rusty. You might want to pressure wash that thing. <laughs> no, but um, seriously, it's like all these yeah. different things that I do not need. Like, and it's like really pushing on me that you think you all of a sudden, oh my God, I need to get something. Or, oh my God, it's 50% off. Let me grab it. But I didn't need it in the first place. It's going to sit in my drawer. But because of those deals, I feel like, oh my God, I need it. You know, and I, and, and I don't. Right. So I'm literally just like sending the emails to like my trash, except for the ones for like right. vitamins and stuff like that, because I do buy a lot of those. Yeah, so um, I did take some of those. <laughs> Got to get your daily dose of vitamins. Um, yeah, and protein powder. Yeah, I ended up just trying that to unsubscribe really, yeah. from all those things. But um, but I saw, I know you sent me something yesterday or today, was it? Um, and I ended up seeing this yesterday, something that I wanted to talk about, because this is something that I feel like this is a brand um, that oh. I would wanted to, I wanted to speak about for a while only because I always felt it was so strange. But Balenciaga obviously making headlines, um, suing now the production company who made that ad um, with children holding bears dressed uh, grossly inappropriately for children to be holding them. And with the court documents referenced in various pictures um, of terrible things, the whole thing is this very strange. Um, I mean, if anyone isn't informed about it. I, I mean, you could look it up, but basically Balenciaga had a couple of different ads, uh, ad campaigns with really inappropriate pictures um, or depicting children ho holding teddy bears that were dressed inappropriately. One of them had um, a, a piece of paper on the table in the picture with a reference to a court case um, that involved children and soliciting them. So it wasn't good. It wasn't good. It seemed really strange. 
um, my initial reaction was like, where is the, where's the marketing team? Where's anyone who's looking over this wearing their Balenciaga croc heels sitting in the back office thinking, this is totally fine. Let's just send this right on through. Let's send this right on through and blast it on all social all media. I'm, <clears throat> all I'm saying is if you look at the history, the second they launched those crack heels or boots or whatever, like that should have been when we were all like second guessing. <laughs> that should have like, been the red flag. Something yep. is up. Like something's yeah, up, you're you right, know? Yeah. Like it's not normal. Um, so, and then it, you like, see, it wasn't just, it was inappropriate. They were like BDSM and bondage themed with children. And especially the culture yeah. now, or even like, you know, in that Netflix movie, Cuties came out and Rotten Tomatoes gave it such an amazing score and how it was like such an amazing movie. And then it was released to the public and it, there was such backlash because they were using actual children to pick them in those situations, which is something that we are really seeing a lot of these kinds of people in society, which is frightening. And, you yeah. know, luckily people are starting to have more of a voice to speak about sexual abuse and all this stuff because it's not as stigmatized as it was, but it's still difficult for survivors. Right. And it's like, you know, and so to to do an ad like that where it's it's not like being controversial or, you know, trying to be all cool to make headlines, like this is not like when you put children in the picture that it's just a Absolutely. whole new game. And it like, it's I just feel like the lines have been blurred. Right. I feel like the lines have been blurred between like art and real art expression through fashion and like just making the next hype designer brand. And like someone must have thought at some point in the process of making this or doing these ad ca campaigns that this was some sort of like deep introspective art expression that you're, you know, you're supposed to have to see into. And in reality, it just seems absolutely insane. And I mean, we if know. you're already spending thousands of dollars on crack heels, or, or long trench coats, like you're a fisherman, then, I mean, yeah, you, you know, it might make sense. You might not a, care. You might look a really it, rich fisherman like, to be clear. Right. <laughs> it's it's, um, just, the it's thing, so mind boggling. I feel like we're living in a very different fashion climate at the moment. You know, it used to be these big designers had these big shows. We always had to see in the magazines, what's the next big thing, you know, or right. in the newspapers, if you were, you know, reading like the Wall Street Journal or something, but we're living in a different world with social media, with people with their indie brands and new brands launching all the time and celebrities with their collaborations and launching their own brands and all this stuff. These bigger companies really need to, you know, step up their game and appeal to a younger audience, which is what like Gucci did. Right. They switched up all their branding, started giving influencer stuff, really reached into those things, came out with cooler designs, very different. They were trying to stay relevant. Carl Lagerfeld may rest in peace when he took over Chanel. He made things more edgy, more cool. It wasn't just for like the sophisticated, older, you know, old money lady. It's for a younger, right. cooler, you know, edgier look. So all these brands are trying to keep up, but this is not something that's edgy or different. It's not something that's making headlines in a good way. Like, <laughs> you know, no press, different. like, you know, all press is good press, not this press. This isn't press. This right. is like when they talk about like the shooters and stuff at like schools. Like, it's not a good thing when they're talking about it. And I, I just, I, I think it's a complete mistake. And the fact that they're not even taking accountability and blaming their production team and talking right. uh, with words that, uh, that make it seem as though they are going to be suing them legally is a joke. You're a large brand. Every single thing, like I worked as a makeup artist for 10 years. I've worked on sets before. Every single thing that's placed on a set is there for a specific purpose. You have someone who is assessing the room, 
creating a whole design. They have a whole team approve it. They have a whole look. There's a whole team right. behind this, and they have to get approval from up ahead. So to pretend like this was a production team and how did this happen? Like, oh my god, we were just as blindsided as you people is a bullshit narrative, and right. it's just really making it worse for them. And I think it's safe to say that I'm not about cancel culture, but when you don't acknowledge or take responsibility for what you're doing and for the mistakes that you've made, no one should be really buying that from them. Not supporting something like that is disgusting. I don't support cancel culture, but they should be canceled. But cancel them! <laughs> yeah, but just them. Just make an exception for just, just them. Just Balenciaga. Just right. them. Some people, I feel like list. cancel culture is only only exists if you believe in cancel culture. You know, I mean, you, yes, you can cancel someone, but the people that just don't care or address it seem to just do fine, you know? Yeah, unless you're somebody who has been canceled and you're in the public light, and then it makes it very difficult. Unfortunately, a lot of white men who get canceled. Or if you have to, if you're someone who panders like to, to, if you, yeah, if you're someone who panders to an audience who will cancel you, then your audience is going to be gone. But, you know, you're real. Like Matt Lauer is not making no comeback. Matt Lauer, he was the news guy? Exactly. Was the news guy. Never right. making a comeback. But you know what? But he, he got like $70 million or something. I think possibly more when he no, is severance when he cut ties. So like, he's fine. And sure, it's he's not fine. like there's any justice there for any of the victims with his button that right. shut the door automatically when they entered his office. Mind-boggling. <laughs> I liked the door automatically. He got that on yeah. Cyber Monday, I bet. Under his desk. Oh, yeah, no. He had so much money, he didn't even know what Cyber Monday was. He probably had one of the girls he raped get there for him. Oh, so scary. It's mind-boggling. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's... But at least, you know, there's somewhat... Like, you know, people are able to have a voice now where people were too worried, especially in Hollywood. It's like, it was like a make or break thing. Look at Harvey Weinstein. He got away with it for so many years because he had so much power and it was a make or break thing. So luckily there were so many women who were able to stand up um, and, and some men who were able to stand up, like, you know, with Kevin Spacey and his victims who were underage um, to say, you know, yeah, they were a celebrity and all this, but I'm a person too. I have a voice and I deserve to be heard. And thank God we're in a culture where, the majority of us, I'm sure you still have those haters or those people who are just, you know, in their own mindset, but people are there and people are supportive for these people. But what upsets me is when there's people who aren't really in a situation like that, and then they want like attention and then they go for that kind of notoriety. And then when it turns out to be false, then people get more skeptical, a skeptical of real victims. And right. that always upsets right. me. Right. So, you know, but I feel like with everything in life. Those cases are the worst where, where it ends up being that those cases are, you know, are, are awful where it ends up being falsified Cause it, or a made story it because it does back. so much debt. It does so much damage to real victims. It's, it's exactly. like, it's such irreparable damage. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's just, it's horrible in so many ways and affects so many people and then makes those who might've been close to telling their truth, hide it again and go back in the closet, you know, because right. it's like, Oh, Oh, you know, it's it's very scary. Right. We're living in a very crazy world where everything is so psychoanalyzed and everything, everything you say. I'm sure I've already said multiple things in this podcast that are already so controversial. And it's like, oh my God, like everything you say nowadays, you know, it's, it's micro like you know, the, the way you said it in your tone. And oh my God, I analyzed your voice through a program. And if you, if you see the spike over there, I could tell that you were totally lying. Like you can't do anything nowadays. Right. I mean, it's like, don't you have a job? I don't know. I do. <laughs> I really have time to breathe, and these people are like psychoanalyzing under a microscope, hundred percent. 
that's why living in the public eye is, must be insane for anyone in politics. Someone who's in it Hollywood, really is, but I'm like, being, luckily I'm making it constantly, through. <laughs> you're constantly under a microscope and it's why it's, it's crazy. It's funny. Cause I was, I was also, um, lost my, my trend, my, I my, thought we were going to say you're also mute. I was like, you're mine lost now? my train of thought. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, this is what I was thinking about. I saw today Apple might be removing Twitter from the App Store. Oh, in which stop. case Elon Musk was toying around with the with the idea of making his own phone and then that w- that way everyone can access cuz iPhone and Android there was speculation that iPhone and Android might remove Twitter from the App Store. And so someone said, I'm sure Elon could just make his own phone if that happened. And he's like, yeah, definitely. If they, if they, if they try to shut it off uh, of both of their yeah, app but, stores. But for a guy who literally works in technology and has tons of engineers and DevOps working for him, uh, you, you have to, every app in the app store then has to be made to right. work on your operating I mean, I'm system. I'm sure he has the resources so, to. To, I'm sure he has the. the it's not about him. It's all the all the companies that have apps on the Apple Store, on the um, right. whatever the Google Play Store. They would then have to make that compatible with another thing, which is why a lot of other devices that have tried making their own OS in the past have failed, because yeah. you know, like when BlackBerry tried doing a comeback, nobody was making their apps compatible with the BlackBerry device, which kind of made their app store useless because. You know, right. there wasn't really a big market there. So why it's not, what's the incentive to them to spend all those extra hours? So I, I think that's more of just like a gimmick and him trying to make waves. I can't imagine Twitter's getting banned. If Truth Social or whatever it's called is available in anywhere, then that's ridiculous. And I still don't understand. Like, I mean, maybe I just haven't seen anything that's so like, oh my God, and I must have missed it. So if I'm wrong, someone tell me. But I, I, like, why would, what happened so badly that he would be banned? Not quite sure. Right. Do you feel like we should restart the podcast episode? Why? I feel like we should restart. I just feel off. Why? I don't know. Really? Yeah. I don't think so at all. I feel like I didn't, I didn't, I was, I was like so out of it in the beginning. (laughs) Nothing that I said made any sense. Everything you said made sense. I was just, I'm too close to the mic. I have a microphone right up here. Yeah, no, it, no, it was just too close to the microphone. That part we could chop out, but then it got it got good and stuff. But this part you could take out too. I think it was fine. I completely lost my train of thought. I started cheesing in the middle. It wasn't that crazy, Akiva. Trust me. <laughs> I would have told you. <clears throat> okay. Um, I added a marker. You can do that. Yeah. Nice. Okay. We add another Back. mark. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for joining us again in our podcast. Yeah. Okay. We got to get back on track here. Um, I thought we were going with the whole Balenciaga thing. I thought you talked great. Yeah. See, this is the problem, Akiva. You're starting to self-analyze, and this is what I do. You can't. Ju- you just have to let it go. Oh, last though the really first first two times I felt a lot more comfortable. Okay. So um, you're good now. Yeah. Okay. Um, another less, um, another less, um, I guess sad or depressing or 
controversial news. Are you familiar with the Liver King? Yeah, I I mean I don't know him. I don't follow him. I'm not a big TikToker. You've seen him, um, but I've seen the King of so Liver. I, I I watch um Danny Gonzalez on YouTube. So like um he's like I think it was him. It was Drew Gooden. I don't know who that is. I'm pretty sure it was Danny Gonzalez. He's this like funny guy. He's like um around my age or something. But um he has a couple of funny videos with him, and then like Liver King like saw his video, and then he ends up sending him all this raw meat to try and everything. Um. Is pretty funny, but yeah, why? What happened with him? So I initially saw from there's a guy Derek who has a YouTube cha- channel called More Plates More Dates, and he why has, is, like, he has just a pretty the big name following. Derek, a guy, a YouTuber named Derek. More dates, I know thing of like he just, <laughs> he has a pretty big following, and he's very into openness about steroid use and his steroid use and other people's steroid use, and he sometimes will do like deep dives into different things. He was on Joe Rogan once, and they spoke about Liver King. Uh, there was, you know, there was speculation that he had ab implants because his abs are just like ridiculously symmetrical, and, and yeah, he had ab etching done. But then a bunch of emails and uh, tons of emails and text messages were just leaked with like full re- regimens and basically just like showing. And he had denied steroid abuse. The whole thing is like it's, it's not it's like I feel like he has denied steroid use. Why did they all do yeah. that? It's like the woman in California. What do you mean? He's... I haven't gotten any Botox done. My, my face is naturally frozen. There's <laughs> right. no expression right. whatsoever. Really? Exactly. Oh, yeah. I didn't get a nose job. I just really rested this summer. It just totally changed my nose. Exactly. It's just own vitamin D. your stuff. I will name everything I did X, Y, and Z. Like, get it together. It's, that's the whole point of his channel, I think, is like, if you're going to try to portray a certain image as, as your bodybuilder, that's fine. Why are you lying and, and, and trying to sell that you could achieve this lifestyle completely natural when you can't? You know, there's a limit completely to what natural. humans can He's achieve. He's eating raw livers and stuff. Like, that's a big part oh, of it. Making the most ridiculous kind of workouts. Liver is like the least of the things that I would not mind. Putting trying. your cell phone away in some special bag when you enter the house because you can't have the electrical waves and bad electricity. Right, you don't want to mess with the... Whatever you want to mess with like, the... Yeah, it's Why is wild. everything controversial? Everything. It's, it's like funny because there's so many of these. There's so many of these. Right. I mean, we're we're obviously living in the era of um of the of the gurus. You know, you have gurus all the time trying to trying to sell your lifestyle on YouTube. The amount of day yeah. trading that was a huge thing for a while. It still is a little bit, but the amount of day trading of gurus to sell you, you know, make five thousand dollars a day day trading, make thirty thousand dollars a month on Amazon, um, FBA fulfilled by Amazon. And people buy into these things. Listen, Ty Lopez, who started this whole thing, who's a marketing genius, um, and his his infamous video, which I'm sure you've seen here in my garage with my Lamborghini and his seven bookshelves, who started selling courses and how, on success and how to be successful. And he really doesn't have any actual business well, business experience. Having a Lamborghini is, I mean, the definition of success. Right. Mm. It's an incredible video. It's called. Uh, it's about knowledge. He's sitting in the garage and he's like, "I'm here with this new Lamborghini I just bought." He goes, "But you know what I love more than materialistic things? Knowledge." More. And he's like, "I'm." Ah. He's like, "I'm." He's like, "I'm much more proud of these seven bookshelves I just had installed to hold my five thousand books than than I am in about his garage? this garage." Why do you have bookshelves in his garage? <laughs> that was one of the is first that things he I reads? thought. Was if someone is keeping their books in their garage, you need to get away from that person. And if he has a Lamborghini, he probably has a library in his house, or I'm assuming some sort of large room where you could read. Right. 
or that for is your the books. house is just that shed. <laughs> it's just that and, shed. And like, if he has that much money, he couldn't have gotten himself a writer to like write his right. script of something I love. But you know what? It blew up. He got tons of traction, and I personally know people who were so gung ho about it, and were like, "I'm telling you, he has the answers. I'm going to be successful." You know, I and always you know what, with, like people buy into these things. Sorry. I feel like with, with for for the most part. With some of them, I feel like a small, tiny percentage will see like you know real success with like drop shipping or Amazon. A tiny percentage, but the majority are being fed just basic general principles and guides to follow to set up a business. But if you're if you don't get that product, which is no one's just gonna find that number one. Pro- they make it seem like you go on this website, it shows you all the best products on TikTok. You click a product, you set up a Shopify shop, you just make a couple of cool ads, you throw them on you TikTok, kick back boom, and you're chair. making 80 grand a month. Kick back and you, why would you want to work a nine to five when you could sit on the beach with your shorts and your Balenciaga croc heels and work from your laptop making $4 million totally. on Amazon TikTok FBA drop shipping right? course? With your young daughter and her bondage next to you holding your hand. Right. It's really, it's really, it's, it's unreal. It's so funny. And I've checked out some of these, like some of these websites with their courses just to like, see like, how are they trying to sell it? And it's always, it's always the same. You get a free webinar or a free ebook. Um, And I've seen, I've I've looked at some videos where people have like signed up for, for the course just to give like a review. And it's, yeah, it's just always this generalized basic information. Sometimes it can be selling Always. you a complete, a complete, you know, complete nothingness, um, which obviously, you know, everyone's terrible, searching but... for like the quick fix, the quick answer, something that's going to get them. And it's like, it's not there. And, you know, so many times, like we look back at history, like with all these different cults and like, we're like, how did they even fall for that? Like, I would never fall right. for something like that. And then you see all these, not, not all of them, but like a lot of these influencers who are like selling their own courses and how you're going to make money at home and all this stuff. And like, you know, everyone else who they're so stupid, they don't know the secret that I know and like yada, right. yada, yada. And it's like that and you're just making millionaires like that. It's like, no, it's like all these MLMs. It's the people at the top who are making tons of money on the pyramid. Everyone below, right. the more people they get, they're making more money off of them. So it's like, could you be the one to get that Mercedes through that one company who sells skincare products? Sure. But right. the chances of it are very slim, and the bitches way above you are the ones who are already rocking that Mercedes, <laughs> and you're floor. never going to get it, bitch, and you're literally going to be suffering. Right. But look how happy we are. None of them. They're all <laughs> oh I've been recruited to so many of them when I worked in makeup, and I'm like, no. I had one woman who literally stalked me for years. I had to block her. To what? To get you out, out To of sign program? up with her. Yeah. I don't want to so say which one, right. but yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, the, yeah. I, this also is something I was thinking about two, earlier today. Two people. Right. So I, I yeah. was thinking about this earlier today. I feel like <clears throat> there's so much opportunity nowadays to make money and create and be successful more than there's ever been. But so many but people also- are, want that overnight, just boom, I'm going to find something and it's going to make me tons of money and I'm going to be huge. And they have that, that desire they don't have the the drive to actually sit down and do it, and they don't realize that things don't just happen overnight. For ninety nine point nine 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 percent of people, they don't just make a ton of money overnight. It takes time and consistency. Even the celebrities, when the ones who like say their stories and they're like, and it and like and like happens overnight, and all this stuff. Right. They 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 you know they they change up their story a little bit to make it good for the media and everything like that. Most of the time, it wasn't happening overnight. 
There were many breaks. Maybe they didn't get phone calls for weeks or months. They didn't know what was happening. Like they glaze over all that part and stuff. Like, you know, everything. And, and for some people, yeah, maybe it was luck and stuff. Everything happens at different times. But I feel like even though there's so much more opportunity to get big in everything, it's also so much more saturated the market because of that. And um, entertainment nowadays, like TikTok, is like the number one thing. And it's like, you know. Yeah, when it comes to like trends, man, maybe. Just like, I don't got to. I feel like they're like trends things where like certain money. things are, are going viral. Money. Right. Yeah. But like you have celebrities now that are trying to get big on social media or who already are big on social media because it's another stream of revenue and they see how big and how much potential there is. That's why, like when YouTube was at its peak, like there were so many celebrities doing collaborations with all these like, you know, regular influencers on YouTube because they saw how big of a market it is. People aren't sitting down mm. and watching and consuming TV like they used to. Like, it's a very different world. And they realize that. I mean, the ones who are smart are their business uh, managers. Right. And they have to get on board with that. You have to be evolving, even if you don't get it. I mean, YouTube is like the world's looking Yeah, it's a marketing and advertising cash cow. That's, you know, I, I remember back in the, are, in the golden days of YouTube long before all this, long before AdSense or people were making revenue off ads when it was just, there were good creators and then it became, you know, it's not so, they're, so they're bad. They're taking cameras, regular cameras. Creators. But it's good that it, I think it's nice that, you, you know, tons of people have been able to create businesses at home, making videos, cheesing around, doing reviews of different types of cheeses, doing videos on cooking steaks, doing videos on how to build a deck or, or things like that, or how to shoot, um, uh, a, a, you know, a commercial for Balenciaga, whatever it is. There's, exactly. all, there's tons of, you can find everything on there. You can find literally everything on there. That's what's amazing. And mm -hmm. so they just market those ads. But the problem is, is when you're looking at videos of financial advice or things like that, you're looking up a video that has to do with finance at all. So your ads are obviously going to be targeted towards those things. Um, and it's relatively cheap to make ads on YouTube. So that's why you get tons of these ads of people trying to sell you courses on those videos because it's a financial video. So they're going to be placed there at their ads are cheap as anything. So they just pump out a ton of ads and someone's going to bite and buy a course for 500 bucks. One time payment doesn't seem crazy. And then, and then you're on a bunch of them. Right. Right. It's wild, but it's also the people that create videos in those categories. So they get paid a lot more per thousand views than someone who, who doesn't. So for, so for example, if your videos cover, you know, there's a, it's a big thing now to like go over to like strangers and ask them random questions, either, Hey, how did you make millions? Or what's your advice for young investors or people just do videos where they ask people that. So the, the ads for those videos are going to be financial ads for programs for investing or Robin or th like things like that or learn how to day trade. And so because there's a lot more traffic in those, in those categories, they'll, they'll, the AdSense goes up if you make videos in those categories. So whereas some people might get five bucks for per thousand clicks or per thousand views, someone else might get $25, $30. Right, there's like different tiers. Clicks. It's a huge business right. now. I'm saying like, right. uh, for sure. I'm saying like, once they got too big, like when it was in its heyday, it was still, you know, it was getting really big, but it wasn't at that massive thing when it was bought by Google right. and all that. And then it just took on a life of its own. Um, it's, I thought about it so know, many I, times I, of creating a channel and you could make like a faceless oh, channel so you have to share your face, just a bunch of B-rolls or random clips and talk about, 
you know, anything. You can make a, vi- a channel about boats or and just do like informative you know, videos and, and entertaining I, clips. It takes time, but it's possible. I always wanted to, but the thing is, is there's just so much negativity online. And that's why for so long I was like, like, do I want to even bother with the podcast? It's not that the negativity gets to me. It's that I hate seeing it. Like you can't watch a YouTube video, even even like you're watching a singer. Let's say you're watching an Ariana Grande video. Oh my god, she's not as good as blah blah blah. blah. Everything's a competition with someone else. Right. Everything is. Oh my god, she's not even that good. Or oh my god, she's singing that. Or everything. And no matter what category it is, no matter what subcategory right. it is, no matter where in the world, what language, keyboard warriors. There's so. Yeah, I. It's it's so sad and disheartening. Like yeah. there's so many of them. That's like, is this like? a large part of society or it just seems like that. Like it's just scary. So it's like you, you put yourself out to the scrutiny and I, and I feel bad for some of these creators, like the ones who are still somehow genuine and everything, but it's like, it, it does get to you. You can't say it's not going to get to me. It, it has to get to you at some point right. because you literally have people micro analyzing everything about you, picking you apart. Oh, did you gain weight? Oh, are you pregnant? Oh, this, Oh, that, that it's just like constant, even if they're not like bullying you, just those like remarks that make you second guess yourself right. or are like it crosses the line. It's like, whoa, it's like you want to have a relationship with your audience, but there also has to be boundaries because it's like, you know, it, I mean, it's, it's funny because, you know, we created this, that we created this culture where we have these platforms that we all engage in, where we have chosen to share very intimate part of parts of our lives. And so naturally we're obviously going to be opening ourselves up to tons of scrutiny. Um, you know, yeah. and you're sharing, like I've never watched the Kardashians show, uh, nor do I plan on it, but I'm imagining You've that it's never just watched it. Never, I know for a once. fact you have when we were little kids staying at the Dom Pearl in Israel in 2007. And um, we definitely watched the Kardashians. <laughs> it was like recall- five in the morning. Because I have 2007. Okay, so yeah, I was 11 years out. old. Okay, so I I think I was old enough where it didn't, it didn't cause too much trauma. Um, no, I'm pretty much but pretty sure, sure but, you just don't realize it's subconscious. Well, like reality shows, see, you're like, just living. Right, in reality shows, you're just living. You're just you're showing some of the deep parts of your life, or at least what they think is uh, you know personal exactly. parts of your There's life. So reality is a very loose term. Right. But then you're obviously going to open yourself up to scrutiny and criticism and people are going to be making fun of you and people are going to, you know, there's always stuff to make fun of and people are. I think for some people it's like, you know, it's kind of like that, you know, that, um, term, like, you know, making a deal with the devil or selling your soul to the devil. And I feel like that with like the Kardashians, it's like, they do, they do exploit themselves. That is their whole thing. They literally started their career, even though the mom still denies, oh, we didn't release the sex tape. Why would we ever do such a thing? I would be in complete shock if they didn't. There's no way in hell that they were not involved with that. It was for sure a business deal, without a doubt. Everything they everything they do is very organized and structured. Even their scandals, like 95% of them are thought out ahead of time. Their PR stunts, they, they live for the exploitation and it's for the money. And so it's like selling your soul for the dollar bill. And to me, it's just right. like, there's, there's no class in that. And, and right. it, it bothers me that it, it, it doesn't bother me. It shocks me that they've become so big in society. It's just like, they became like the royalty of America. And I was like, why? Like, I remember when I was younger watching the simple life, like, you know, with Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie, and like when, you know, and you know, when reality TV was relatively new and it, you know, with the Osbournes and stuff like that, and it was, it was right. cheesy and it was a like, comedic and like, it was fun. No one was trying to look all fancy and glamorous on camera, trying to portray themselves in a certain way. 
it was more raw. Um, obviously, there was still you know producing involved, but like it just it took on a life of its own, and they the mother would do anything. She would run over her children if that gave her more money. Like I, it's just it's it's just sad. She's a pimp, legit a pimp. Right. Cheers, right, Chris. My, right, and then then you have all these people that it's it's funny because on the other hand, I one time saw a quote. I one time saw a uh, a quote from Floyd Mayweather that said, "Money doesn't buy you happiness, but neither does being broke." And oh, it, it obviously oh, made, made me laugh because I thought right, it was funny, people but... say it. It's like, but money doesn't bring you happiness, right? But I'd rather be depressed with money than depressed with no money. So, like, I'll take the money, right. please. Thank you. But I'm also like, <laughs> right? But I like. I mean, a lot of people like they struggle, or like you know, I'm seeing some people who are being laid off. Like, yeah, they need the money because they are freaking out, not knowing how to pay their bills, right. and it's hard to get a job currently. Like, right? But also, so like, like you know, a, the more you have, the more the more you want. Someone's always going to have more than you. I feel like people always got to be someone else. Have. And right, when you're voting in those else. circles, there's always someone else. You're always comparing yourself. It's never enough. Like I, I've seen so many people. I know so many people in those worlds, and it's just like I've seen it firsthand. I like it. Just it doesn't interest me. Like I would love right. to live a life where like I'm not struggling or freaking out paycheck to paycheck about paying my bills or you know am I going to be in debt or worried about that kind of stuff. I don't have any like you know desire to live like this amazing grandiose life where I'm traveling around the world and my house over here and I'm jetting off here. Like if I somehow won the lottery and I had the money, yeah, obviously I take it. I'm not going to be like, Oh no, I'm just too good for that. Sure. Of course I take it. But I, I like, I just don't aspire to that. It just doesn't, it like, I, I don't know anyone who ha has that kind of life. It doesn't solve problems, but it brings on a whole new slot of them. So like no matter where you are, there's problems on both ends. Right. You know what I mean? And it's hard because I feel like um, we grew up, you and I, in a, in a community with a lot of people who were, you know, well off. We lived in a, I would say, an upper middle class. You know, we li were living in an Orthodox community and Orthodox Jews, as everyone I'm sure knows, tend to stay pretty tight in their communities. But yeah, our community was definitely upper middle class with a lot of wealthy individuals and Growing up nowadays, I can't even imagine because growing up already when we when we were kids, there was already a lot of competition to look a certain way, to dress a certain way, to have certain things, to have a certain car, to have a certain size house. There's always been that competition. It's it's so detrimental. I feel like it it really could destroy someone just getting lost in and keeping up with everyone around them. Um, and it's never like, keep at the up. end of the day, right? At the end of the day, like who care? Like literally who cares? You know, you're going to die. You're not taking your socks with you. So like literally who cares? You might, if you request to be buried with right. your socks. But I feel like you, you get to a certain age, you have to get to a certain age at some point where you realize that like, whether you had m money or not is irrelevant, but do the things that are long lasting really give me meaning. Do I have those in my life? You know, you know, friends, I think it's like, who I love family. But I feel like everyone's looking for something, like some sort of meaning. People might turn to religion or some people like we were talking about earlier, like those cult type things on YouTube. It's like, why are they turning to somebody or everyone's seeking like that thing? Like, you know, like, I feel like happiness I've learned as I got older, it's not something like you achieve or you reach a day where you're like, oh my God, I finally achieved like the happiness. It's really a mindset and you choose to be happy. Life is not easy. 
life could get right. harder. It's like, there's always going to be obstacles. Like when you're a kid, I feel like at least we, I, I was not prepared for what it's like being an adult. I feel like all of us right. were like lied to. And when we're younger, we're like so ready to become adults and like, oh yeah, we just want to skip over those years. And you become an adult and you're like, what the hell? Like you think your exactly. parents already know you it all. You want to go back. You, know, you think they also don't know it all. Totally. And you're like, uh, like, what is this? We're literally just like grown ass children and we're just getting older, but we are just like the same. You have no idea like, how to do anything. You just kind of thrust into literally, adulthood. You wing it. Totally. And it's like, and it's, it's a crazy, it's a, it's a crazy thing. We're just not even like prepared for it. Right. And I don't know where I was going with that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, no, we were talking about, we were talking about, you know, the pressure in these, in these communities to, um, Oh yeah. We, <laughs> so wait, what was the last thing I just said? <laughs> we are talking about pressure in these communities to, to, right. to keep up with people, right. to okay. maintain a certain image, um, and so on and so forth. Right. So I feel like when you're like growing up in these communities, like, you know, when you're living in a suburb, like the suburbs, you're, oh, it's always that very, you know, kind of tight knit thing where everyone's looking at each other, or their lawns and how green they are and like all that stuff. When, you, when we grew up in like an Orthodox Jewish community, it's even tighter because within that neighborhood, you assimilate with each other and, um, and it becomes like that all the time. When you're going to, you know, the synagogue, um, you're looking at people like, oh, wow, you look so good. And then like, you're looking at her dress and she's like, you know, what are you wearing? Like it's, oh, everyone's looking at each other. Who's driving the nicer car? Who's building the bigger house? And that they kind of lose sense of the real picture, especially when it's religion. It's not about the nicer car, right. the bigger house, all that stuff. And it's like, and that's one of the things I love about living in Israel is it's a much more relaxed lifestyle. Even the people who do have money here, they're not like walking around in fancy brands and like, you know, necessarily driving nice cars. Some of them do, but there's no really, there's no feeling of like keeping up with the Joneses, like all that stuff, because you can't keep up with the Joneses. And like right. somehow, even after all these years, everyone still thinks that they're going to be the ones to do it. And it's like, you can't. And why would you want to? Because you're never going to be happy. You're chasing your tail. Right. That, so that's what I was saying with like before. It's like everyone's seeking something, whether it's a culture, this or that. So some people are thinking that it's money that's going to make them happy. And then they get it and it's not. And then it's like, oh my God, like now what? I don't know. Happiness for, for me, I feel like people tend to think of happiness as, I mean, as being, as being happy, as, as smiling and things are good and you feel good. But I feel like happiness is, more, is, 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 I feel like you could find peace of mind, I guess, let's say when you're just present in, in, in the now, and we live in a time where you can never be pre present in the now, because there's always the next something. There's always the next, I got to make this dollar, or I got to do this to get that. Or I got to post this or what's going to happen here, or what's going to be with this, or how am I going to get this going? And because of that, we're never just existing and enjoying the present times sitting here, drinking seltzer, you know, out of didn't you ever go to a concert recently? These are concerts, me. right? Right, no concerts even looking are at the stage, and the photos never look good. They never look good. They, they never look, look good. You think they who's never looking at your video? Oh my look god, look good. at the concert. Look at my video, bitch. You don't even remember <laughs> the concert because you were just videoing her. Like when <laughs> I went to see Britney, through. I didn't even right. drink anything. My, I went with my uh, with our dad, and dad's like, "Oh, you want to get a drink?" I'm like, "I didn't even want to drink anything because I wanted to like be in the moment." I like gave him my phone. I was like, "Just take pictures or videos of me," even though he doesn't. He can't take videos for it. Like, uh, it, it was a video of I him wanted to be present oh. in it. Exactly. Right. He didn't realize he was really, it was a picture up his nose the whole time. So. <laughs> the classic, it's like, it's like the classic parents uh, FaceTime. Like when they FaceTime, they FaceTime with you so, and they're their phone. Oh my God. I saw right a video here. like that. I'm like, that is literally. Hey guys, how are we doing? Like, oh my God. <laughs> 
I, I, I don't know if this is working. I can't really see that. Mm-hmm. Our dad still calls me. Um, how do you turn the DVD player? Well, first of all, why are you using a DVD player? We're literally <laughs> in 2022. <laughs> throw it like, out. That's concerning. <laughs> throw it out. Literally it now. burn it. Like, <laughs> like throw it away. Like run it over. <laughs> and second of all, uh huh. Like you don't know how to turn on. Like look for the power button. Right. Look you for the power that? button. Hit now that you're gonna push there. it. Yeah, like, I remember. I, mean, I remember helping dude, him you can't pull that with the iPods. I remember when we were in Florida years ago, for like 15 years ago or whatever it was, when like one of the first iPod touches came out, and he was asking me how to pause the the, the music and get that going. Yeah, no, he literally, and that's the thing. Also, is it's not that he just doesn't even know how to use technology. He has to be all cool with it, so he buys the latest in technology, and then he does not use it. Like I was literally in high school, and he wanted to fly me in when he got a new car in 2007 because he wanted me to show him how to use it. I'm like, you, you wanted to fly me in to show you how to use the car. <laughs> You gotta yeah, get all the, you gotta get all those like, features right, down. Like, yeah, you gotta. I was always get all those features down. So he wants to make sure he's he wants to make sure he's utilizing every feature to its fullest potential and getting the most value out of the vehicle as he can. See, totally, very very smart businessman. You you, yes. you know that you're like a parent and you've just you've grown into the boomer generation when when your iPhone is or your Android it, when everything is magnified to like plus five text size. Oh my uh, god! Is really? I can't. Whenever I, I use get a new phone, phone recently, like that, so then it's like, do you want to do the mag- like the you know larger look? And I'm like, right. Are you trying to say something to me, Siri? Right. Because you don't even <laughs> listen to me half the time, but all of a sudden you're trying to say something. Oh, okay. Exactly. It's funny because every day, literally every day, at least four times, I'll say something. Usually the word like serious or something along those lines, and she pops up on my computer. How can I help you here? I'm like, excuse when me. When I'm not get out calling for her, existence. yeah. When I'm not calling for her, all of a sudden she's like, uh, what did you say? Can I help you? <laughs> and when right. I do call for her, it's like, she's just ignoring me. It's like, get it together. Like even, I can't even say her name, but the A-L-E-X-A behind me, she even listens to me most of the time. Sometimes she's annoying as heck. Like when I was in a business call before and she wouldn't stop talking and stuff. But like, I mean, I was at your apartment. Siri's just like, uh, what was that? I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Then don't talk to me. When... We're on iPhone 14 now. You can't get it together. She's been around since iPhone right. 4. Okay, Google is like so much more efficient. Steve Jobs. I'm not, a lot of I'm the other programs are so much, are so much for, but they're so much more efficient with like follow-up questions. Like if you ask something, you could follow up on that topic with another question. Whereas I don't think you could, I don't know if you could do that or do it as well. I think there's uh, like iPhones. a new like feature with Siri. I, like I don't know. It doesn't matter if she's following up because she doesn't listen the first time. She ain't listening the second time. So there's always new things. We're always getting list. to the next. The, we're always getting to the next best thing. Again, I feel like there's ups and downs to this because at the same time we've advanced so much in technology in the last 150 years because we're constantly trying to make a better version of things we already have. Or there's you know, so a big problem with that things. is like people are always like, "Oh, my privacy," or like you know about privacy, and I get that. I get that. I mean, I feel like you know. Like, you know, when people talk about, you know, their, their privacy online, or they, they're like, oh my God, you're, you know, when, they, when they're selling VPNs online, your internet service provider can see what you're doing. You think people right. who are working at your service provider are going through, they're like, hmm, see, so watch your porn right. today. Like, there, what's uh, you doing on a computer? Right, they're like, right. yeah, they're targeting you ads. Honestly, you're getting ads anyways these days. It doesn't matter whether you're not selling them your information. You are, you're getting ads. So would you rather ads that are right. applicable to you or ads that are completely random and not applicable to you? Because again, that'd be the right. But it's like, with these things, it's like, you know, Alexa, she does save recordings and she does have that stuff. It does get deleted from the server at some point, so they say or whatever, but that's because it's called machine learning. 
machine learning, they need to learn from something in order to get it. They need to understand your voice better. They need to learn your tones. They need to learn your pauses. They need to learn the way you enunciate things. That's how they get better. Apple's very big on their security, which is great. That's why they had the whole, like, you know, all these companies had to, like, change up all their things when Apple did the um, allow, um, you know, ask app not to track or allow, you know, tracking and right. stuff like that. It's like, and, and it's a big thing like that with Siri is they're not saving those things. They're not analyzing it as much. I still have my things turned on. Like, you know, you could set it where it does um, send them your recordings and stuff, but it's not improving as much because they're not saving all that data. So there is pros and cons with all this, like my privacy stuff, because there's a lot of, we, we can't want something that's going to know us and then be like, well, we don't want them to know us. It's like, well, which one right. is it? Do you want something right. that's going to work well and be futuristic or do you not? If you don't, then okay. But if you do and you don't want to sell information, so it's like, well, okay, kind of the world we're living in. I mean, I live right. in Israel. They literally have access to everything. So like when people it's in America- It's crazy because I always opt office. out. Every time I have to, every time I have to sign up for it, or anything, I always make sure to like uncheck the box that says like, you know, I want to receive updates and offers, but I feel like no matter what I do, always. You'll, you'll get, you'll wake up and you oh, get you 10, do. emails. 100% because you're still getting right. the cookies when you're on their website. You're still being redirected exactly. on some sort of landing page. So they're not getting you from that box checking, but when you log onto a website and you're accepting certain terms and conditions, they get you just from the landing page. Like, so it's, right. I, bought, I bought like stuff. a back massager from the, from, I bought like a back massager from the sharper image in 2006. And next thing you know, I'm getting, I was going to say the sharper emails, emails are they around. It's like Brookstone. All of a sudden I'm getting tons of emails. Still, I'm getting, I'm getting emails about, you know, come in the holiday cheese, get your Bluetooth sweeper electronic bot, which... And sharper you know, image? They always have. Yeah, they still Aren't they, they, like sell, they sell all of this. I think they're still sure they're not the like scam emails. I feel like maybe it's like a sharper image. <laughs> the sharper image, is, collaboration. The sharper image is definitely, is, it's definitely around, but I feel like those stores were like airport stores. You know how like you go to the airport and they have like... Or no, they had a fancy one by us in Old Orchard. No, but they're really expensive. That was a Brookstone. Totally. You're like, oh my God, I really need these slippers with lights. So when I walk right. around the house in the dark, which you can see. does that, they're walking around. I have, right. you know, lights on my feet because I've always needed that when I'm grabbing a midnight snack from the fridge. You got to make sure. Yeah, the fridge, get midnight snack, as a kid, it was the coolest place. So right. cool. Reading the SkyMall magazine on the airplanes, I used to be like, oh my God. Oh my, I need that popcorn machine that goes in your pants. Right. Like the most random stuff that is completely like right. not even normal. Size pop. Oh my God, you get that all of a sudden. There was, um, <laughs> there was one invention. I don't know if it was an invention. I saw it there. I'm sure they sell it at other places. But the first time I saw it, either it was at the Sharper, the sharper Image or Brookstone. Is that, is that Milo? Stop it. I'm here. <laughs> Can we get him in? Can we get him in? Can we get him on the pod? Oh my God. Let's see him. He wanted to go outside, but I just took him out right before we did this. Mr. Milo. It's a fatness. But yeah, we're going to go out soon. Not right now, sweetie. He's going to be 11 in February. That's crazy. I know, but his energy has not changed at all since he was a puppy. People in Tel Aviv, when I'm walking, he's look, oh my God, he's a puppy. How old is he? I'm like, he's going to be 11. I mean, I hope he stays he, like, that, like, you know, it should live forever. Nothing was better than, uh, this must have been four, five, no, longer, six or seven years ago uh, that we were all uh, in Israel by mom and dad's house. And mom made a Romanian salami glazed with that d delicious glaze, like a sliced up salami in, in one of the tin, in like a tinfoil rectangular tinfoil thing. Put it, at, yep. put it on the counter. 
And I just pulled it forward a little bit on the counter just to get him like a nice little look. Because everybody knows when Milo's around, keep things away from the edge because he will get right. it. Right. Even though, yeah, I mean, most dogs you generally train them so you don't have to do all those things. But Milo, you gotta you gotta be trained yeah. around to Milo. He's like sw- I always <laughs> say he's like Swiper from Dora the Explorer. You have to like say it like Swiper, no swiping, like three times. It's really funny. It's like oh man, and gives up like right. literally because he listens. Right. But he but he just rolled. Over he I pulled I pulled that salami forward. And I forgot to push it back three inches and then it was gone. And so mom freaked out on you. Uh, My, you were, you our know, mother went crazy. and was so mad at me. <laughs> she didn't go crazy. That, she was upset that, that you had. Oh, she just was, activated right, Siri. Okay. Look at that. Oh my God. Okay. Well, not um, literally crazy, obviously. But like, she was so mad at me and I was like, I, I like, I don't like, I'm so sorry. Like I literally went to take a shower. That's literally where I was. Right. I wasn't just kicking it back downstairs as my dog was like, I didn't reveal around. it till a few years later that it was really me, me that had, that <laughs> was the one. And I was, was like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you don't push in your chair and Milo is within, you know, a 30 foot radius of you and your chair is not pushed in, he will be on the table eating all of your goods. Yeah. He'll never go after my stuff because he knows I will kill him. He'll just go after everyone else's. Or he'll like, try to cuddle right. up to you and the second you don't look, bam, grab your stuff. He's out of there before you even blink. Right. Gone. Right. Bam. But if, like, I, mean, I feel I like it's always it. worth it. You know, we, we, we grew up with with a dog, obviously, Bernie, who passed away. Uh, he rests in peace. A year ago. It was in a year yet. In parents' backyard. Yeah. That's crazy. We grew up with him for uh, ten years, uh, but he was always fifteen more, years. He was always way more. He was fifteen. I, I mean, ten I, years. I lived with him for ten years. I didn't live with him for his whole life. Why well, didn't I live with him? I, I lived with our dog. Right. I mean, I hadn't seen him. It's for like are your years. siblings not your siblings? Are not living with them at the time? I FaceTimed him. I FaceTimed him when he was um, when he was in hospice just to give him a quick, you know, I'll see you later. Hospice yeah. being. Uh, Mom's bedroom, being administered, you know, Advil or whatever it was to to knock him out. I don't know, whatever they gave Eva, him. They, gave they him took him Benadryl to the veterinarian. They was in her bedroom. No, obviously they took him to the bedroom. I'm saying at the you end of the day, he was passing on. When he was right, passing I mean, on. It's you know, he was not a bad bedroom to be passing on. And I mean, not, like, yeah, he I'm was making his way out. Right. And he, yeah, he was making his way. It was, it was that's, always the, that's always the thing I, was, I thought about that for so long. With like when, when, the, when this, when he passes away, it's going to be super sad for anyone that has a pet. I, pet, I can't imagine. We don't have a pet, but like, I can't, I can't imagine I going can't through even, all that like, and then I having to lose it. And then you, it's like, you know, people get so attached. It's hard not to. When people are like, oh, you know, I'm just, but it's worth it. Everyone says, you no. unless you're heartless. Yeah, I mean, you know, like people could die, not that, not that like you know they should die early, but it's like things happen. But so the same like, as well, I'm too scared that they're gonna die soon, so I shouldn't get them. Like it's not something that I want to think about or ever you know wonder about. Like it's scary, but you know I can't imagine my life without him at the same time. And like I love him, like he's my own kid. Right, but also, I was speaking with, a, with uh, I was age. speaking with um with uh, Benji. Shout out Benji. Uh, recently, he he was Shut like up. we were talking about dogs, and he was saying, <laughs> he was saying how he's like if you think about it, the dogs that we have are like royalty compared to every other animal. You know, all the other animals are like oh. wild out there trying to survive. Bernie dog, Brock lived better hunters. than any of us children. Mm-hmm. He was the, yep. the favorite child. Like we always joked around, 100%. like all the money and everything is going to him. Like we're not getting a dime. It's all to him. He's yeah. the favorite. The, the, he's been to way the, more places than I have. 
the amount of times I've been called Bernie uh, before being called Akiva is too many times, too many times to still be funny and not be sad a little bit, you know, <laughs> like it was funny at a certain point, but at a certain point it's like, mom, you know, like it's me keeps, you know, <laughs> like I'm, Do you remember I'm still me? here, <laughs> you know, let's grab some lumps. Let's catch up. Right. <laughs> Oh, my oh yeah, good times. Yeah, well, I was always like answering the phone at our house, like whoever else called in the house. Oh, is this? And they would say like one of our sisters' names, and I'd be like, no. Oh, is this? And they would say our other sister's name, and I'm like, no. They're like, uh, then who is this? Because they had to be one of the girls in the house. And I'm like, uh, it's it's me, it's Shelton. <laughs> it's me, um, Shelton. And I was like, oh, it's me. Hello. Right. What is that? Yeah. What is that a song? Good times. Hello, it's me. Adele, hello from the That'd other side. Are you I'm, not, joking I'm, not, I'm not like I don't. I'm, I'm just not like exposed to this music. Akiva, this this is not even. A, this came out in like 2016. It was if we ever like switched playlists it. for a week. Like you know, if we had a switch playlist for a week, and you listen to the type of music that I listen to, I don't know if you would last. Well, what do you mean by last? Because I would most likely do something self harmful. <laughs> I was going to go into detail, and I was like, I should not say anything. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, yeah, I, I know. I just listen. We listen. I just, I, I'm not into, like, first of all, I was never into, like, mainstream music. I mean, I grew up. When I grew up, I was You're just so to, like, underground. Oh, you don't know it. It's just so underground. No, I never listened. No, I just Only never listened to, like, mainstream pop. I never listened to, like, mainstream pop. I always, I grew up listening to rap when I was a kid, like, almost exclusively. And then some rock, naturally. Me too. You know? But naturally. that came a little bit later. A As little bit later. Unnaturally, which would be pop. I mean, no, no, naturally, because I feel like who doesn't appreciate some good rock and roll, some good old, you know. And who doesn't appreciate some good pop? To Shay. Mm, okay. Mm. To Shay. Okay, I think we're gonna call it uh, uh, an episode there, a day there, a podcast there, a there, and um, catch everyone on the flippity yeah, flap well, next all, week. Thanks so much for all the love and support we've been getting. We didn't even like say anything about yeah. that. Okay, like, let's, we've yeah. been getting let's, so many people before, didn't even like shocked. Like we were doing this for like fun and stuff right. like that, and I was just like, okay, like we didn't even have a logo or anything. And like I posted my social media, like you know, for my friends and stuff. And then all of a sudden, like some people are listening. And I'm like, oh my god, like really to us? Like right? Yeah. I mean, to yeah, me, I, yeah, I, I was like, I mean, it's right, but <laughs> now I was nervous. I mean, we were both nervous. We were talking about this forever. So, um, but yeah, thank. Obviously, the support has been great from from friends and family and strangers, and uh, and um, obviously, feedback is always welcomed and encouraged. Yeah, criticism, you not cynicism. About... Criticism. There's a difference. Oh, thank you. you no, know, um, no, I'm saying I'm all for teacher. criticism, not <laughs> criticism, not cynicism. Oh my god! But uh, yeah, if there's anything you want to talk about, or if there's anything we're doing wrong. Or if my microphone's too far close or anything like that. Or if you don't like... Mine, was, mine was way too close. About, but, um, yeah. Right. If anything is yeah, controversial, you, like you want to take issue with... Right. If, if, if anything was controversial, you take issue with, or you want to write a letter, you could send it to my house. I'll probably throw it out or send a picture of it yeah. to Sean first to laugh at, and then we'll continue on the third day. Totally. And then I'll make um, a bonfire out of any roast marshmallows. Exactly. Marshmallows. Um, I want marshmallows. So, yeah, we'll catch everyone next week. 
God willing. Yeah, stay tuned. Um, for the next episode, stay tuned. The logo is on the way, unfortunately. On the way. And the initial logo, in the initial logo, uh, like Sheldon's eyes were. Steroids, hold on. Hold but on. I didn't do the working out part, so I was just getting bloated as hell. No, his eye, his eyes were cross-eyed, and he was wearing a button-down shirt. But like, we had to get him out of the button-down shirt. Why? Like he just assumed I was cross-eyed. <laughs> right, right. It was a little bit too accurate, you know. So we're gonna get that fixed up, I get things going. Because the I don't know if anyone has realized, but the beautiful logo that we have now, our temporary logo, was created by yours, tr- yours truly in Google Docs yesterday. I literally went I went on to Google Docs. I am deceased. Found a random font, typed in, boom, 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 hit that. Got that going, screenshot, screenshot of that cheese, sent it over Didn't to my phone. Didn't even do anything Boom. in Canva. You went real, real ghetto. I just went real old school because I wanted to just get it when we get our logo. We'll old get school our logo. Google Docs, yeah. Real old old school. school Google Docs, you know. But, um, yeah, like God willing, next week will be, uh, next week, God willing, we'll be full throttle ahead. And um, we'll catch Probably everybody then. Full throttle. Catch you on catch the, the flip side. Oh, my God. <laughs> the timing there. I know, that was freaky.